Hello, and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I, the podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Sam is not here today. Um, my name is Jake. I hope you know that. Um, today we are talking about Natural Born Killers, directed by Oliver Stone, released in 1994, an American crime film starring Juliette Lewis, of course, Woody Harrelson, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Sizemore, and Tommy Lee Jones. Um, the film is based on an original screenplay by Quentin Tarantino um, that was heavily revised by Oliver Stone. Uh, was this before Pulp Fiction? I'm not sure. But anyways, we'll get into it. Our guests today are Sid King. Hi. And Alex Fasella. It was slightly before Pulp Fiction. Okay, great. <laughs> so this was before he... That was his first movie, correct? Uh... Tarantino? Tarantino, yeah. Um, Reservoir Dogs was the first. Oh, I thought I yeah. said it was Pulp Fiction. No. Okay, so this... Okay, never mind. Well, anyways, I've never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie besides Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And I've never seen an Oliver Stone movie besides this. So, how about that? So there you go. I don't really have much to compare it to, but okay. yeah, you're looking at me like I, I committed a crime. It's the only Oliver Stone movie that really looks like this. He does a lot of, like, kind of austere war dramas that are really good like platoon he's he's obsessed with vietnam and then he does a lot of like legal procedural stuff like jfk right, or born on the fourth w, of July. right yeah uh that was that was interesting too <laughs> um but this is the only one where it's like wow everything is trippy every two seconds <clears throat> excuse me it's so it's it's very psychedelic it's very um i don't know like everything it's like it's almost like a collage. I want to say like there's stuff happening in the background. Of it, it's like, film vomit in yeah. a lot of ways. <laughs> I really liked it though. Well, anyways, the movie's about. Um, I mean, I liked the style. I don't know if I liked the movie as much. I'm still unpacking, okay. but I think that's. We'll get there's right. a lot to unpack. Yeah, so it stars um, Woody Harrelson and Juliette Lewis as two natural-born killers, um, I guess, uh, who basically murder everyone in their path, and that's pretty much the plot. There's some weird, like, law and order types who try to catch them and also are vaguely evil, but I just want to, I didn't really know what the statement they were trying to make on killing this movie. It is weird that it's, a, it's an alternate <laughs> reality where everyone just thinks serial killing is really cool, like a team, like it's, a, it's not, that's not alternate reality. at all. No, it's like, <laughs> but like it's, a team sport almost, they're like, yeah, like, I, no, I mean, people are like. True crime p- podcasts are like number one. It's basically. I mean, that it's was. It's like ahead of its time a little bit. Okay. It's But it's ahead of its time in the way that it's like. Maybe it's not even ahead of its time, but like 60 Minutes was always really big and like. Mm, deadline. First 48 or yeah. dead, like this is. It's just commentary. Like, and I, there are definitely teens you would interview and be like, they're the coolest thing to happen since Charles Manson. And then when he's at the end with talking to Robert Downey Jr asking who got the best ratings like that i completely believe like it's it's very satirical but i just wrote it's a bleak little commentary um because it's basically that i also i just watched robocop and this gives off like massive robocop vibes in the way that's like set in the future set in alternate reality but it's very much a current reality so yeah i think it was also like a little bit of the um obviously like satirical the way they would like, they had them on, like, the cover of, like, Time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that we were supposed to think that was actually necessarily happening. It was just, like, visually showing 
how big they were getting. I mean, like, in the continuity of the movie. Yeah, and, like... I think it's supposed to be real, but obviously that wouldn't happen in real life. Right. Although it's... Manson was on the cover of Rolling Stone. Mm. Don't quote me, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I... It just doesn't feel out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the way it's all cut together is very, like, oh, this is, like, a fantasy in a way. Because I also like the way multiple cuts in different scenes, different black and white, color, like... The lighting was intense and always changing. Like, I feel like they always showed their point of views with black and white, kind of. And then they would do, like, different genres, almost. Like, yeah, he said, in each scene. <laughs> I, I watched, a, like, a video essay breaking it down. And they said, if you look closely, every shot is, like, it's a different lens and a different angle. And, like, mm-hmm. it was uh, the DP, I believe, was Robert Richardson, who is Tarantino's guy. He's done a whole lot of stuff. He really, really knows what he's doing, and I think a lot of this movie looks really unnecessarily trollingly weird, but I'm like, well, that comes from Oliver Stone, because that's... Robert Richardson did, I'm sure, exactly what he was asked to do. I don't like how it looks, but I also know that this took skill to make it look like that, different in every scene. It's probably the most interestingly shot thing I've ever... I can't even remember watching. Like, I've never... I feel like this is what movies are supposed to be not necessarily this but like just definitely a whole kind of piece that's state you know like this whole thing (laughs) like a movie that like like says stuff it says stuff it's like not it's not boring (laughs) there we go (laughs) (laughs) that's what movies are supposed to be not boring i mean you said you fell asleep right i did I did fall asleep. Not because I was bored, but I think I have a condition I really should talk to somebody about. Okay. I've fallen asleep in the past two weeks. I've fallen asleep during, this is mostly in theaters, during House of Gucci and Kanto um, being the Ricardos and well, this. House of Gucci makes sense because that movie's too long. And you probably fell asleep when Lady Gaga inexplicably leaves the movie for the last I did, minutes. and then I woke up and she was there and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. I like that movie. I really yeah. liked it. Oh, well, I liked her. You liked House of Gucci? Yeah. Hmm. I liked her a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, she was fun to watch. Whenever she wasn't on screen, I was like, Yeah. Ugh. Well, I actually liked Jared Leto too. I mean, yeah. I I liked that. It was um, it was in a different. He was he was in a different movie. He was on another planet. He was another in another astral movie. plane. He's, Jared Leto is usually in a different movie than the movie he's in. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Adam Driver was like, Oh, you're boring now. Are we are we done with this? Are we done with Adam Driver or not? Okay, I don't know. No, I. Well. Anyway, <laughs> they're not in this movie. They're not in unfortunately. this movie. Uh, Lady Gaga was uh, like maybe 10 years old when this came out. But anyways, um, Juliette Lewis looks 10 in it. She looks like a child. Yes. <laughs> Woody Harrelson does not. Yep. Oh my God. So that reminds me like, so early on in the movie, well, the first 20 minutes are completely batshit, I have to say, because you have this whole opening sequence where mm-hmm. they murder everyone like like Lady Gaga um, and Beyonce in the telephone video they're at a diner and they just decide to kill everyone which I think maybe that was uh, that was a little a reference there I'm just kidding probably not but yeah, the telephone music yeah, video yeah. Is, <laughs> is natural born killers yeah, and ode so. to natural born killers yeah. I, I like to live in that universe yeah. uh, but anyways <laughs> I really enjoyed um, that scene that was fun they killed all the people and then then they have we have some opening credits where they're in a car with all the cutaway footage just happening around them. That was odd. Um, and then we learn why they how they got together 
we're in a, introduced to a very disturbing sitcom where she is being assaulted by her father and the audience is always laugh tracking mm-hmm. it. And um, that was interesting. Yeah. Running so Tarantino said he, whenever he would, he tried to see this, that was the point he walked out. He's like, this is so bad. I love that sequence. No, that's good. Cause I every really... line is horrifying, but they still have the perfect canned laughter. I it's think so. I love that part. I think it, it really worked because we don't need like we've heard this story before. Like this trauma narrative yeah. is like like we didn't need to see it the same way. Mm-hmm. It actually makes it more disturbing if it's like you know people. Are yeah, like, it's way more upset, especially because it's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, having the dad be an actual comedian is a very yeah interesting yeah. Choice. He was he was really good and no and then. Um, Woody Harrelson arriving with like the big bag of meat. I'm just, I was nervous. The big bag of meat. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, that's just a <laughs> bloody bag of meat. Yep. So then they kill her family. Mm-hmm. And that's that's great. Um, Except for the brother. You're free, Kevin. Yeah. Free, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, what do they do? They just start killing everybody, right? No, yeah. they get married. Oh, they get married. They get married, and she puts that Snake cloth. Ring. Oh, well, that cloth on her head, and then it mm. blows away. Mm. And that was one of my favorite things. Was just like the acting that the veil was doing. Mm-hmm. That was its. That's <laughs> just supporting character. That veil. And they weren't um, actually legally married because he just did it himself. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. They just became animated blood snakes in the river. Oh, the animation parts were interesting. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, that was fun. There were so many small, like, little cutaways that they did repeatedly that, like, just kind of floating around. It was such a ride, And honestly. if I'm not mistaken, like, all of the newscasters, besides Robert Downey Jr., like, they're all, they were all real newscasters. Really? Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Was that when he... I've been thinking of Robocop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because, yeah, I really got a lot of Robocop with a braid. Um, because they felt so similar. But... Seems like that's the movie you've enjoyed the most in the last. Should we just switch this to Robocop? I also saw, <laughs> I also saw Benedetta, um, and then I also watched um, Basic Instinct. I've watched like 11 movies this week, and they Holy all shit. basically are like the same thing. Basic Instinct and Robocop had a baby as natural born killers. Absolutely. <laughs> I wish I had watched as many movies as you this week. I only watched this and um, Belfast, which was. I was very bravely unemployed for this week only. I started nice. a new job tomorrow morning. Yay. I, I did fall asleep during Belfast. That is the truth. That's the one I stayed awake during. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ireland. Um, the first half of this movie was so much better than the second half, in my opinion. You didn't like the prison scenes? I once was, you got to prison? Yeah, I didn't. I lost interest. So you're blaming Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> he did carry a lot of the last half of the movie, and I don't... I thought his performance was fun. He, he was, was like hilarious. Aus- I thought was he was Australian? Talking. Yes. Newscaster. He's an Australian newscaster. Is he really Australian? No. Where is he from? The United States? The Midwest, maybe? He's definitely from the United States. I, this is, was this when he was like... This was, he's definitely on coke in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that with and no think, judgment. Just I think as a, Juliet might have been too, you know? Okay. No, I think that... I think Oliver Stone might have been, too, judging by the erratic cuts. Well, he was born in New York City, but he went to Santa Monica High School. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker? What? Uh, they were married? They were married? 84 to 91. Partners, I think they were... Oh, I don't think partners. they were ever wed. Okay. But, Interesting. 
I know that, like, of course, but seeing that his father's name is actually Robert Downey Sr., I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, what if he just made it up? <laughs> yeah, his his dad was a really trippy movie director that made this weird art movie called Putney Swope that makes no sense. Oh, really? So it is a nepotism, huh? Not yet another one bites the dust. Kind of. Although I don't know if he was ever a successful filmmaker per se, but he definitely was a director. I think they might have done drugs together. Him and his dad, I think. Mm, I might Danny. be thinking of. I might be thinking of Anthony Kiedis and his dad, or it might be both. You of them. might be thinking of RoboCop. Yes. Oh my god, I just completely forgot. He was he was on SNL for a year. Yep. In '85. Wow. This is a podcast where we read Wikipedia articles no, on air. Like, you guys like watch me read <laughs> fully from this. As like, so uh, the film was uh, distributed by Warner Brothers. The release date was August 26, 1994. The running time was 119 minutes. <laughs> Footnote one. The 122-minute director's cut. Okay, what? I, Wait, well, I know. I thought three I saw extra that. minutes of I what? Saw that. <laughs> Snakes. And like, I wonder. Well, because what was it rated R? Like, what, was there something else that would have made it like oh, NC seventeen or something possibly. like that? It is probably. That sounds about right. Where does it say the rating? It doesn't say. I assume R. There's lots of. Wow, how fucked up is it the first thing I thought when I when I was like, is it rated R? I thought of female nipples. Yeah, you saw boobs, didn't you? I was like, Not just gratuitous death. Oh, it's America. There were a couple of random scenes where just like some ghostly boobs appeared out of nowhere and like a mouth went around them. Yeah. Like that was Once again, Benedetta. Paul Paul Voorhees or whatever his name is directed this movie. Not Paul Voorhees, that's somebody else. Paul Jason Voorhees? You're thinking no, of Paul, Paul Verhoeven, who did Robocop. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. and that's why I watched it all, because I was seeing um. Benedetta, so I watched... Wait, is that the one based on a video game? Benedetta? Yeah. No, that's the gay nuns. Oh, that's Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> this is chaos in the sentence. Um, the gay nuns? Yeah, the gay French nuns. Oh, I saw a picture of that. Mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst? No. No, 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 no. No, that's no. Power of the Dog. No, I'm thinking of her in... You're uh, doing great. I'm thinking of her in um, <laughs> that one movie. Where she's Never a nun. Killers. Where she's a nun? Mr. Dunst is a nun once? Nope. Um, she's nope. in The Devil's Arithmetic. Where she's I don't in, know like, what I'm talking about. She has a veil in melancholia for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just thinking about Bring It On. Um, <laughs> anyway. Not gay Bring It On, but... Well... I, I mean, not, not gay. You can queer any yeah. 90s, 2000s movie for in a college film studies class. Um, where were we? Okay, so they were on the run... Apparently this is only three weeks. I just assumed they became like, you know, Bonnie and Clyde like for years and years. Yeah. And years. Also, are we? Do we know if the opening sequence that's their first set of murders? It's not, right? No. Uh, I mean, the, the oh. parents are the first murders. Right, but like, but after that, I don't yeah. think we know. But I think that it's just that it was of, just a similar vibe in each. I think it's like further down the line because now they're they're used. They to know it. how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it is. But of, that one guy doesn't know their name. The guy that they'd say they keep alive, he's like, say it again, say it again. Yeah, so this is probably early on. So it's early. Yeah. yeah. It by is, the end, they're international superstars. It's kind of weird that she, when they kill the Native American man, and she's like, we have to stop this. He fed us and took care of us. I'm like, you killed the waitress and the yeah. short order cook. Like, everyone's been feeding you when you keep murdering them, and now it's a problem. That was interesting, though. I feel like that was supposed to be some kind of, like... I don't know, like, her morality or something, because yeah. she was never actually taken care of. So, like, most of these people were just, like, I don't know. She was, like, props. kind of. That, the, like, the Native American man, that Navajo man, I'm pretty sure, yeah. mm-hmm. they specify, um, he, like, 
brings them in and takes care of them in like their moment of need. The other yeah. people were like service workers. Okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah, and it's okay to kill service workers. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking as one myself. Yeah. You guys were like, what? what is this movie's stance on killing and it's service workers only? Yeah. yeah. Service workers Much first. like many superhero films. You know? Yes. It's also very ACAB as a movie that I haven't noticed until this watch. I'm like, it's true. okay, also good for you. Also ahead of its time. Yeah. It's also a, uh, a map. That's a, a sign mail over it. Uh, all media are bastards. Okay. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Or like yeah. all people. APAB. APAPS. APAPS Blue Ribbon. <laughs> well, I was thinking like all paparazzi are bad people. Oh, basically. Well, that's A-paps. true. But there's a difference all between paps. journalism and paparazzi. It, okay. There is. Yeah. About, yeah, like the sensationalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were sensationalizing yeah. themselves. Yeah, well, that's what they yeah, wanted. That's they what gamed, they got. They gamed the system. Yeah. I really don't think I have like a take on this. I think can you just regurgitate? We're we're talking about it. Yeah. We're we're, kind of, we're impacting. <laughs> I think it's really because I feel I feel like it, there was an element missing there though of like why they felt like they needed to game the system because they didn't like it's not like they were victimized by the media. I think so. I've always looked at it a little bit like Mickey is um, kind of what's the word I'm thinking of like. Dragging, not fully dragging Mallory along, but he's manipulating her, I think. Right. And Mickey is just obsessed with being the most famous murderer ever, sure. and she really likes him. And I think that, yeah. so from what I understood um, about what Oliver Stone did to this screenplay, is it originally was more like vignettes like Pulp Fiction, where Mickey and Mallory were around, and then the, the reporter was around. And so the fact that like Mickey and Mallory totally have like, this, this is not a good marriage, this is fucked up, he's abusive and stuff was less weird because you weren't supposed to follow them like a love story and Oliver Stone made them central and a love story. So now they want us to root for this horrible fucked up relationship. And yeah. then, cause, and I kept like watching it this time going like, it's really weird that they set it up that like, she's always been abused and then he's clearly abusing her, but then they just kind of sweep it under the rug and they have a bunch of babies and it's fine. And oh, I'm yeah. like, Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I liked it. <laughs> no, but I think um, it was we didn't get in much about his um, past. Yeah, we get like it was a hinted at flash. Right, I didn't kill my father, but he did, right? I don't think he. I think the guy shot himself in front of him, but I'm oh. sure it's supposed to be ambiguous. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she clearly didn't really have. She liked him a lot. She didn't. I feel like she wasn't necessarily a natural born killer, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a corruption type thing. You can and tell she takes like great pride in killing men, especially. Sure. Yeah. Well, especially when the um, the Native American guy is killed, she doesn't like it. So, like <laughs> we were saying, and then they get bit by snakes, and then they go to this pharmacy. That, that like pharmacy that sequence was woohoo! I love the lighting. I love it too. Like bright green or neon green. Like she just like lays down in the aisle, and he. I don't know. I wish he didn't kill the pharmacy guy. I, was I like that. I know. The I was really rooting for pharmacy guy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was that when he? You think that's when they he found out that they were famous? Um. Well, he's isn't he watching it on the TV? Yeah. He's like, but he's like never noticed before. So like before this, they were like assuming people knew who they were, but they oh, were like, Mickey. Real, yeah, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey hmm. and, and Mallory. I guess because presumably they've been in diners before and there was always a tv on that they're flipping through so i assume yeah. they've probably been like oh they're talking about us well i love they- that they never like go by a different name 
Yeah, that's pretty Like, ballsy. she wears some wigs, but, like, that's pretty She wears much so it. many wigs, and I <laughs> I have thoughts on the wigs. Okay. Yeah. Um, she kind of... Oh, no, I love them. I, <laughs> okay, like, good. I know, like, the, the wigs, the wig of it all was great because, yeah, they're not trying to hide themselves at all, but she is, like, constantly trying to make herself over, mm-hmm. which is really interesting, and then she'll just, like, she's like, I'm leaving, then she'll just, like, grab a wig. Like, what <laughs> yeah. is the, like, what is her like that, personal... That, like, weird Marilyn Monroe wig when she was driving and smoking. Oh, incredible. When so she good. goes um, and has the... Um, so like when she goes to get the car worked on or she goes to the yeah, shop yeah. and that that little outfit was so great they really play with the proportions of fabric in ways i have not seen in- <laughs> <laughs> like everything is like just too small on her but like fits it's incredible right. um that weird little bikini she wears in the very beginning oh but yeah. she's also wearing which is a like a then. hippie share yeah. kind of thing yeah so she's like i think like maybe that's supposed to like she doesn't really have an identity besides killing so she's trying to because she like she's always wearing like weird different outfits like they yeah they all seem like they could like be in the same person's closet but they also seem different and I never really noticed what he was wearing well he wore a couple of weird like mesh oh yeah they got they got they looked like ravers by the end because I think that was yeah. like at the beginning he's wearing what just like meat outfit. button down shirt meat he's just wearing <laughs> sacks of meat he's wearing Lady Gaga Lady meat Gaga, Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> it, it comes all comes back, back yeah, to Lady yeah. Gaga she watched um, this movie and was like Lady hmm. Gaga but. Um, by, yeah, by the end, they're, like, celebrities, and they look like they're going to a rave. It looks like they're, like, yeah. they could be, you could pluck them out and put them on, like, on a VMA's red carpet. Yes. Mm-hmm. They should have gone. Celebrities. It's the vibe. This movie actually won several VMAs. <laughs> it won People's Choice Awards. Yes. Yeah. Teen Choice Awards. Teen Choice Kids' Choice Awards and Teen Choice Awards. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, so then after that, they're all, like, very... Okay, and then we, we were also introduced to, um... What's his face? Scagnetti. He's like a media cop person. Yeah. Who is very fucked up and weird and, like, kills a sex worker randomly? I don't yeah. really get what he was doing. Is he trying to be... I, th- I, th- I mean, I think that's just what he does. He buys the hooker and then kills her. He, like, But he wants to be Mickey or he wants to just fuck yeah. Juliet? I, mean, I, I think it's probably he wants to... He probably sees himself in Mickey. Right. I don't know how much he's aware of that, but probably. He really brought nothing to the story for me. Yeah. Like There was too many men in this movie. There were too many random too many with men. their own agendas. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you already have Robert Downey Jr., you have so Tommy wants- Lee Jones was the warden, right? That was Tommy yeah. Lee Jones. He's the one I always forget he's in this movie until uh-huh. he shows up. Like, he was oh, actually yeah. I really enjoyed it. Oh, he's great he's, in it. He looks I just like forgot. a cartoon character that, like, little, once again, the hairstyle like, should have hair. won an Academy Award. It was Maybe it did. Who knows? Let me look at it. Some price I don't mustache. know if it had any awards, but we'll see. Um, analysis and themes. Reading Wikipedia again. Oh, Roger <laughs> Ebert gave it four stars. Really? Uh, no, I don't think I've got any nominations for Oscars, but... Um, should have won for hairstyling. At the 1994 Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, Harrelson was nominated for Worst Actor. Is that like a knockoff Razzie? <laughs> yeah, it's not the <laughs> yes. Razzie's. It's, it's the Stinkers. stinkers. Hello. The sticky little Stinkers. Um, is it like the Golden Globes Ooh, of Razzie's? Fuck. Like the Rotten Tomato score is 49%? Yeah. Huh? Okay, it wasn't that bad. No, it very much wasn't. I mean, you don't like it. I don't think it's yeah, so Let's good. talk about it. I've that. been trying to make myself you like this it, movie since... 20 no not 20 uh it's in yeah since 2004 why because i'm a huge tarantino fan or at least i was until we found out about the weinstein stuff and now i hate him Uh, as a human being i still think the work holds up anyway so i of course wanted to look up the stuff that 
he didn't just direct, but that he wrote. And there's, mm-hmm. he's only written, I believe, two screenplays that other directors have made into movies. One is Natural Born Killers, and one is True Romance that Tony Scott made. True Romance is excellent, by the way. And was that his actual screenplay? That was his. Yeah, that was the first screenplay he sold oh. and wanted to do it himself, and then Tony Scott did it, and it's really, really good. Um, but so. I wanted to go through everything he'd been in and stuff. He he, he acted for a minute and what uh, movies that he did cameos in and stuff. And so I rented Natural Born Killers and I was like, it kind of broke my brain. I was like, I can tell it has things I like in it. I love movies like this, but every it's shot so weird and it mm-hmm. feels like it's trolling you and like not in a good way. It feels like the whole thing is trippy. So then when it has a trip sequence, it doesn't feel like it means anything. And then yeah. I rented it again and convinced myself to like it and then kind of leapfrogged to both of those emotions until now. And now? And now I'm just like, I don't like it. You're going to give up? I, yeah, I, I don't. I really... I mean, I'm never going to see it again, but... Yeah. But I... there's there's long stretches of it that are pretty strong. Like, the mm-hmm. parts you can tell are Tarantino dialogue, I think, are like the, oh, it's hard to beat the king, romance and stuff. Like, there's, there's a... I want to read the screenplay. I found it mm. online. Um, I just, oh, I just yeah. think I Oliver Stone. They wrote all the those like. Yeah, I just, I just think Oliver Stone. Like, do they write stuff like a wolf appears behind her while she looks like? I don't know. So it, it wasn't supposed. I'm sure it wasn't supposed to be this trippy. This is Oliver Stone stuff. It was. It probably felt more like Pulp Fiction. I'm guessing. And all the Oliver. cutaways too of like just there's so many cutaways of like backlit monsters just yeah. like screaming at the t- camera and I'm like oh it it doesn't make any sense. How long did it take them to make this movie? It was I was like, this seems like it took ten years just to I'm get sure. all of the footage. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, took... we have to send these we have to just get a couple, you know, it either four took minutes like, of animation. It either took like <laughs> ten ten years or a weekend. Like yeah. no in between. <laughs> and I can't tell. Yeah, I mean there's a I whole... mean just coordinating all of the like the whole prison riot is yeah. That is oh my god, a right? Feat. That's incredible. Totally. And it kind of just becomes this war zone, mm-hmm. which is so cool. And like, I mean, I like enjoyed the riot thing, but like most the of the fun. most of the Robert Downey Jr. interview thing, I, I, I did not like it. And I thought Robert Downey Jr. did a great job. It just felt that it was a little long. Yeah, he needed to be introduced earlier, or just less of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how he kind of went off the deep end and like loved killing and you yeah. know. He's like, I too am a natural born killer. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> he was a fun character to kind of go on a ride with. That's like, why when I, he when he yeah. calls his wife to dump her, that was incredible to me. I'm right like, after he killed like yeah. three people, he's like, <laughs> ah, and then she's like, what? And then that uh, was great because yeah, he was just a stupid little man mm-hmm. who also just wanted like, of course, he just wanted fame. He was like a murder reporter. Uh huh. Like I'm Wayne Girl. I'm the star of. American man. Oh, and that's yeah. in there. Like that's when they use him as a as a human shield. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, the copters aren't coming. There's no helicopters for you. I was like, suck it, Robert Downey Jr. No helicopters for you. Yeah, like, am I on Woody Harrelson's side? What's going on? <laughs> I was on their side, but you know what? Okay, let's get into that because I saw there is a whole Wikipedia article called "Natural Born Killers: Copycat Crimes." Yeah. And I'm a lot like, of psychos like this movie. What not saying you're lo- what's bad crimes though? Let's see. Shooting. Okay, let's look. We're all looking together. Okay. Shooting of William Savage and Patsy Byers. It's the darkest reaction thing we could have done. Like, yeah. But how? Okay. How, I'm wondering because like I didn't see any specific crimes in this movie that looked like copycatable. 
John Grisham publicly accused... So, so one of the victims, it's saying? Yeah, one of the oh. victims is a friend of John Grisham. Ah. And John Grisham publicly accused Oliver Stone of being irresponsible for making the film to begin with. Hmm. Filmmakers should be held accountable for their work when it incites viewers to commit violent acts. An author would say that? I mean, art is art. If you're dying, Yeah, he's dumb. also... Uh, John Grisham isn't writing, um, like, silly little romance novels. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's interesting. I'm going to read this whole article later. He didn't create Spongebob. He so didn't? why is Oliver Stone? <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Grisham created Spongebob. Like, that's... Anyways, I'm like... <laughs> I'm sure it's very entertaining to read... Uh, silently read a Wikipedia article on a podcast. <laughs> about grisly I murders. Was just, I've been For reading... Real. Of, Sam and I were reading this grisly murder article the other day together. <laughs> anyway. On, on the podcast? No. Oh, just in general? <laughs> yeah, we, okay. we do that, yeah. Just on your own time? She's a... Uh, She's helped me discover my creepypasta side. Mm. I miss that. See, I have a huge problem with true crime. I used to be a fan of, like, my favorite murder and a few other podcasts. And then I was like, it's so creepy how the hosts of those podcasts and people around it make so much money. And I just don't think there's really any ethical way to make money off of true crime. And so I think that's probably why I liked this movie is because it highlights that. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is... who, Who is this for? People are dying. Why... We could all be watching Spongebob. <laughs> and it's also not true. What's true? The crime in this movie. It's no. fake crime. It's fake crime. Yes, it's, so li- it's lie crime. crime. There's people true crime and there's die, lie crime. People who die are being used to make money from these people mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Okay, got it. And is even if they treat it respectfully, it's never their story to tell. True. Um, there's no way that they go in and get, you know permission from each person i mean i do think that there's like the other side of that coin um where people like are like armchair like detectives detectives, and so they'll talk about crimes as a way of hoping to solve them but also that has its own like ethical implications i I agree i'm always like why are just because someone was murdered and it becomes famous like why do we have to like the gabby petito thing like what now this story belongs Mm -hmm. to everybody Mm -hmm. for some Mm -hmm. reason like can't we just you know I don't know. Yeah, the way that was like blowing up on TikTok and it was these like 14-year-old girls who were like, well, I'm an expert in this. I'm like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you're a 14-year-old girl on TikTok. That's, ugh, that's, like, no, I, I'm a misogynist. Yeah. Like, I she work, can handle it. <laughs> I work in the fashion industry. It's my full-time job. And the way that little girls get on TikTok and they're like, well, I've taken two classes on how oh. to ethically source like pairs of pants. And I'm like, you know nothing about this. You have been, you've taken two college classes. I, on the other hand, um, am still really young and won't make comments on it. But like, my job is to source pants as ethically as possible. And they're like, companies should just do X, Y, and Z. It'd be so easy. And I'm like, mm-hmm, sure, sure. How about you get you get hired and then you get jaded in five minutes? Like, I, that is this is nothing to do with the movie at all. But those are those are my TikTok breeds. Bad thing. If TikTok was around when this movie was made, Uh-oh. the instead of like, but, but I mean, there's the sequence where like they're flipping through the channels and it's like, um, you know, you watch Tanya Harding fall and you yeah. watch this and you watch that OJ and then it's like OJ appeared yeah, and it's like is, uh-huh. yeah, all these people who have committed real crimes. And then uh, did you watch through the whole credits and all of the um, no all of the clip like sources that they had to credit it was just like, it was so, really it was really yeah. it was interesting and very very long it's still paused on my tv right before the credits so maybe i'll go do that well, do it right now silently watch them while <laughs> i wonder if, the, if this i wonder if this movie was made with social media do they become even bigger or do they just get caught in five seconds hmm. it's like well there was a geotag on your tweet there mickey and uh but oh, right. i i, I they're guess tweeting 
They would tweet the murderers. They would tweet oh, they the murderers. That's, that's yeah. true. Because, um, a lot of they're kind of in and around law enforcement, and no one seems to get that. But maybe that's a comment on law enforcement is pretty dumb, and mm-hmm. like they couldn't catch them anyway. Um, well, and they were saying they were on this like huge, like basically like Route sixty six type highway where that's like right, which is like a lawless so, land, and yeah. it's so big, and there's yeah. Also, the desert is pretty. Desert's scary. Pretty big, and I don't know if that's what you're gonna say. You know, yeah, it's it's big, and you know, I saw Dune. Okay. <laughs> I did write down. In my, I did write down this movie. Maybe like, give me motion sickness. Yeah. Like it oh, made yeah. me nauseous at a couple points, but it wasn't. I feel like I just realized what I. The only other thing I could ever compare to this kind of style is Robocop. Well, and a uh, Boz Lerman movie. It felt, it did, it because, felt like. Okay. It's like hyper, I also just watched Boz Lerman. I, well, I saw the Broadway show. It's really fun. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like Great Gatsby. Like there's, it's just overstimulating. And like, but this is like throw everything at the wall and see what you remember, which I kind of like. I mean, I, Boz Lerman movies are also usually too long. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I always loved like the first two-thirds, and then I'm like, okay, wrap it up. Well, Romeo, Romeo plus Juliet, Romeo and Juliet is very short. Really? It feels very short I when you're watching it. I don't think I've it. seen the whole movie, but... And I feel like that's the most um, well, that's violent the most... of most, like, of the Baz Luhrmann movies. Mm. I would, I mean, I don't... I don't know. Baz Luhrmann's Natural Born Killers. Baz I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, watch Romeo and Juliet, and that's, that's it. <laughs> I want to see it. There's boobs in that, right? That's what I heard. Well, that's actually, but, it, but it's no, it's, it's controversial boobs because Claire Danes was like fifteen. That's all I've heard about that movie. Yeah, that Claire Danes was extremely boobs. young, Yikes. and that's not great. No. Yeah, and Leo was, I think Leo was maybe twenty-one, and she was like fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Yikes! All right. <laughs> You're like, I want to see boobs. And I'm like, not these. No, boobs. no. The only thing I remember is because I just. Go that's all I heard about it was that there. Wait, the nuns have boobs. Oh, the amount of boobs in Benedetta is. Um, it, I think it's like it's probably like a boob per minute, like boobs per capita. Wow, that's a very high boob ratio. I mean, there's just like boobs there's per like capita. Three, yeah. like three whole minutes where it's just. It's two I mean, women I without shirts talking to each other. Okay. <laughs> so it just it just averages out to a boob a minute? It's... I would say, yeah, it averages oh, out okay. to a boob a minute. I don't want our a lot audience... of concentrated that get... mm-hmm. I just don't want our audience to uh, suddenly assume that I'm... A boob guy? That, I, that I'm straight. <laughs> that I've, like, switched sides or something. I just... You I... became... Natural Born Killers made you straight. I like... Yeah, I think so. I like the word boobs. Okay. Not, not boobs, just the word. Just the word boobs. Saying it as much as possible. I mean, it's like booger. It's a fun word to say. Oh, well, speaking of burgers, remember when Tommy Jones was picking his nose? Yes. I took a picture of it. Wow. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh, that's deep in there. <laughs> yeah. He's touching his brain. Yeah, so anyway, anyways, do we have any um, stray thoughts? If we want to move on to the awards section. So this movie, like I said, I don't like it. No, yeah, it. let's keep, I think we still, we're not, but we're, we're not done. done. We're not done. Okay, there, great. We don't know what to say, but we don't know how to but, stop. I mean, it, it, it's, it's that kind of thing where I'm like, this is dumb, this is dumb. Oh, that's awesome. Like, it, it keeps yeah. winning me, like, it, and sometimes it will be something that it is both, like, I'm here on Route 666, I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, high school Alex would have liked this. Like, I think things can be awesome and dumb. Yeah, it's like a camp. Um, oh, camp, huh? I, is this camp? This doesn't feel is camp. It, I don't know what camp really means. Um, I mean, actually... Because it, it, it's... Um, Juliet's kind of camp in this. Juliet is camp, the and Woody Harrelson's mesh shirts are camp, yes. and that's where the, the, line, the line is drawn. I think Tommy Lee Jones is camping a little bit. Okay, because he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie's camp. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found out. We fine, found I'll it. take it. I'm I mean, proving it's, right. It's... Uh, um. 
I don't think looking camp right in the eye, <laughs> staring camp right. Yeah. It's it's it is Carly Kloss camp. It's not camp camp. It's right, Carly right, Kloss right. Camp. It's I would give camp. it that. Okay. It's straight camp. Yeah. And then there's that's thing... what Quentin Tarantino is. It's straight Kinda. man camp. Yeah, straight man camp. I'm always like looking at it right in the eye, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it, but. And then there's stuff like he does that really uncomfortable like jerk off joke but then starts to shoot people with the rage against the machine so i'm like this is awesome oh the soundtrack we haven't talked about the soundtrack oh there's way too much music but also a lot of it shreds like i was just like how i always think of like so much sound budget yeah there's and, so like, much nine inch nails in it how much how much did the, does this movie cost and how much did it make oh i bet it, it cost ten thousand dollars <laughs> That's what it said. And it, it was mostly Woody Harrelson wigs. Uh, budget thirty four, <laughs> box office fifty million. Okay. That's I think that's cheap for how much is going on. I right. agree. I thought this would have been more. Pretty exciting. If only for the amount of crazy, like you know, switching lenses and whatnot. It was screened at the Venice Film Festival. Do, and... Does production budget include paying the actors? I always wonder that. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then you double for marketing. Just because of, like, you know, sometimes there's a lot of actors in there. And they make a lot of money. Yes. (laughs) You know, I think about that. That's how capitalism seems to work, yeah. You ever think about that? Yeah, silently reading Wikipedia again. (laughs) (laughs) So we could, I mean, we could move on to awards. We're still talking about the movie, We're still talking about the movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, So here on the Tony Awards, we... We personally hand deliver three awards to mm-hmm. each film we cover. Um, the first is best prop. So, uh, Sid, what was your best prop? I already talked about it. I guess, mm, I don't know if it counts as a prop. Anything counts but, as a prop. Okay, great. Um, yeah, Juliet's veil. Mallory's veil. Um, mm-hmm. Her wedding veil that she just pulls this extremely long piece of cloth from nowhere. She's like, I only have four pe- four things in my luggage, but this very long sheet... <laughs> Most of them are veils. This very long sheet is one of them, and then she just puts the little thing over it, so it, it lays flat, and then it flies away over the over the bridge. And that was... It was a beautiful sequence. Like, spirited away could never. Um, yeah, so that, that's my... That's where I'm going to leave my best prop. My best prop is Robert Downey Jr.'s Australian accent. Mm -hmm. Because it feels at the same time so unnecessary. Like, this character doesn't have to be Australian. Why are you doing this? You're doing a good accent, but why? And then there's moments where the accent makes certain lines just so much funnier. True. Elton John telling Rolling Stone is bisexuality? Bisexuality? Bisexuality to Rolling Stone? I'm like, okay, if it was only for that, that's worth it. But, like, it still feels like... This is, because it's, I think it's supposed to be a Geraldo parody, and, like, you could have just done your regular voice, but then when he sounds, like, crazy coked up Australian, it's hilarious. It was... Because Tommy Lee Jones looks much more like Geraldo than... Yes. But yes. Um, my best prop was... Oh, shit, it's gone. Oh, was the, uh, the, the uh, Coca-Cola polar bears. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's a, lot of, a lot of product placement in this movie. It was so, <laughs> so nice to see them again. Yeah, it was nice. so nice to see them. I haven't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I guess our collective one has to be the bag of meat. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, we all. The meat. Uh, it's like is that, that's the dowry. It's like I'm gonna kill you. Dowry. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dowries. Um, okay. So next award is best Juliet moment. What was yours, Alex? Uh, it's when he kills the Native American. She goes bad, 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 bad. <laughs> and then later, there's a flashback to it. Yeah. First thing. It's like, do you regret anything? And he's like. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Mallory Knox is so good for just 
calling out certain moment, like when she, he cuts her phone, she goes, fuck you! I love yeah. it so much! My best Juliet moment. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna defer to you, and then I'll come back. Okay. Okay. Mine is after he rescued, I took a screenshot of this too, because it was really funny. When he, right after he rescues her, they're like bouncing in their car, and she goes, you make every day feel like kindergarten. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I hope not. Um, I, I mean, I really love the car scene where she goes into the shop and then mm-hmm. she's like, this is the worst head I've ever had. She shoots him in the head and then she's like, worst head I've ever gotten. <laughs> right. That was excellent. Mostly because that little dress she's wearing and yeah. that stupid little wig. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> and then also I'm a huge fan of her dancing in the opening oh yeah that's that i think that has to be collectively because i'm like as soon as i saw her i was like this is the best this is the best thing i've ever seen the best julia moment right here just strutting over to the jukebox um so yeah and then the final award is a custom award which can be literally anything you want so i'll go first mine is best um best i don't want to say parable (laughs) story (laughs) cautionary tale about the snake uh, where, like, this woman rescued a snake, and then the snake ends up biting her, and she said, why have you done this to me? And the snake says, look, bitch, you knew I was a snake. <laughs> in Navajo. <laughs> Don't they say that in Drive, too? In Navajo. They, they tell that story in the movie Drive, really? but it's a scorpion. Oh, maybe. I think. But I think... why would you, how would you nurse a scorpion back to health? Oh, I think it's a frog takes it over the, ri- I don't remember. A frog? Yeah. The princess and the frog? Sure. <laughs> All right, what about you guys? <laughs> um, well, I have two. Um, tiniest, crop, croptest, crop tops. Croptest. Um, circling back on Julia, what was his wardrobe? The, the, the croppedness of all of her tops were just, and then you never saw anything. They yeah. stayed put, but they would, like, defied the laws of physics how small tops could possibly be. And I really loved that well, for her. Yeah, that's good. And then... I think I thought I had an award for this, and I don't, but I just loved when they're in the Navajo scene, and they're projecting all the words onto their bodies. Yeah, that was great. It was like, demon. Yeah, so it was like, best word, demon. <laughs> That's my award. They are crazy. No, yes, they are yeah, crazy? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, my custom award is, uh, it is the best humble brag in a serial killer movie. It is split between two <laughs> moments. One is when... Mickey Knox says, well, it's hard to beat the king about Manson. Mm-hmm. Two is when Mickey Knox says, oh, they just make these garbage movies, and it cuts to Scarface, which was written by Oliver Stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, uh-huh. a, that's an Oliver Stone movie. Yep. I thought that was funny, too. That was a nice little... I, so I thought it was funny because I got it. I don't know if I think <laughs> it's funny, but I was like, ha-ha, I, I, I know too. that. <laughs> Meta, like Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Formerly known as Facebook. Um... All right, so I think that any, you know, any more strays? Oh, oh, <gasps> Sam. Yeah, we have to. Yes. Sam has some excellent answers. Sam, so very uh, remiss, Sam is currently One of her ride. favorite lines was almost my custom award, so I had to find something else. Yeah. Sam is currently on the run for murdering an entire diner of people, but she sent us some awards. The best prop for Sam, Woody Harrelson's Johnny Depp Willy Wonka sunglasses, which are like on the poster kind mm-hmm. of, and also remind me a lot of Almost Famous. They do, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then her best Juliet moment is when the detective tells her to kiss him and twist his nipple, and she goes, God, you're specific. <laughs> oh, it was improvised Barrow Girl Jewels. 
Jules. That's a great line. And finally, best audience. Oh, her customer award is best audience member Gertie, her cat who watched the prison riot with the firmest concentration she has ever seen. Meanwhile, I fell asleep. <laughs> During the riot? Yes. <clears throat> it was pretty long. Oh, also based on the telephone video. I mean, my me falling asleep. The prison scene. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Anyway, my plug is that everyone go watch the telephone video and yes. then watch this movie okay. and then compare. Um, and maybe RoboCop if you want to watch RoboCop. RoboCop rules, actually. I kind of want to watch RoboCop now. Our other section is uh, of the pod is um, whether I like this movie better than the last movie we watched, which I did, actually did not watch the last movie we watched because I wasn't here. Mm. Um, so is it better than Cape Fear? Hmm. Have you guys seen Cape Fear? In high school. It's not yeah. my favorite Scorsese, but like it's, I, I liked think it. I liked it more than that. Yeah, I like this movie a lot. I really do. I give it a solid A minus plus B. <laughs> B plus. There we that's go. My, that's how they do it on the box now. Yeah, A minus, a minus plus, B. plus B. I'm too afraid of The quadratic formula. That's where this <laughs> movie is a quadratic formula. It really is. I'm too afraid mm-hmm. of Letterboxd because people's opinions make me angry. Oh, no. I just say that I've watched it and that's it. Yeah, no. I literally am going. I don't say anything. I just mark it. Yeah. yeah. I don't read reviews. Who do you think you are? All right. You guys have anything to plug? Uh, I've got a podcast called Broadway Baby where I learn about musicals. And our <laughs> next episode coming out will be, when this is out, I believe will be Anything Goes. And that'll be like our year finale. Mm. That should be fun. Yeah, you still don't know everything about musicals yet? Yeah. Still working on it. Wow. I finally got back to see a Broadway show, which was fun. Uh, I saw Carolina Change. Was it good? Mm. Pretty good. It's a little meandering, but like she was. We can so... talk about that after. I would love to discuss her letter change. Sure. No one else has seen it, so okay. Yeah. Um, were you were you dumb? I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. <clears throat> um. Well, I do stand up, so you could follow me on Instagram, see dates and stuff, and then also if you, you know, have religious trauma, I have a show coming up called Good Girls Gone Sad, which is like a variety <laughs> show about religious trauma, little audience participation, a little. Couple games, you know the vibes. So nice. that's will be it. I have no idea when this is coming out, but I'll just drop the date. It's at Pete's Candy Store in Williamsburg on January 11th. Nice, awesome guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the pod. Thank you. Um, I also do stand up, but my dates are in ghost town right now, so it's <laughs> like I'll just talk about the Broadway. Well, by podcast. the time this comes out, maybe they won't. Bring maybe, it. Yeah. maybe I just go on a killing spree, and that's my hook. And that's your hook. You also sit the Sid and Sabrina show, which um. Sabrina Robinson, also a former guest on the pod, friend of the pod. Friend of. Friend of. I'm hoping this comes out like on Christmas. Okay. This, well, Sid and Sabrina show is ongoing, so. <laughs> no, but like if you this, follow me at Sid the King on Instagram, you'll find everything. Very, this is the longest plug anyone's very ever. Very Christmassy <laughs> episode. Uh, okay, well, uh, next time, hopefully, Sam and I will be together. Uh, patience is virtue. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hail Payman. Bye. <laughs>